0: a very good afternoon to you. It's Friday and everyone is excited, looking forward to the weekend. You are tuned to Changing Gear. I'm Mahadi Butelezi, standing in for Father Brian Nsanga Op Umfundisi Wodumo. You are on Radio Veritas, the only Catholic radio station in South Africa. We are joined this afternoon by an amazing, amazing, strong Powerful woman, Ompume Nyandu. A very good afternoon, Bume. Good afternoon to you and good afternoon to your listeners. How are you after climbing Mount Kilimanjaro?
1: I feel very strong, actually. A lot of people ask me, aren't you tired? But no, I feel very strong. I feel like I can take on the world. <laughs> I must say, you look amazing. You look really, really good. Um, I'm, I'm actually,
0: I'm very inspired. Who knows? I might actually join you next year. Oh,
1: wow, that's great.
0: Excellent. i you to that. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Please do stay tuned with us as we talk to Umbume about who she is, about her life, and also about this inspirational climb that she has just returned from um, in July. And it's just going to be an amazing, amazing show where we celebrate one of the women of substance, a woman of faith here on Changing Gear. And that was Toto, Feel Africa, By Toto Yes So Mpume Please do share with us Why did you choose This song Africa
1: Okay Um, For me This song means a lot Okay First of all um, Mount Kilimanjaro Is um, the tallest Or the highest mountain In Africa And this song speaks To the beauty of Africa It Mm -hmm. also makes reference To the mountain Kilimanjaro So For many years I have dreamt of climbing Kilimanjaro and whenever I um, listened or heard the song play on the radio or TV, I would say one day I will be on top of the mountain that they mention in the song. So for me, the song has been an inspirational song in terms of my climb initially. And now it it has a deeper meaning in terms Mm -hmm. of the continent that we live in and the highest mountain that I've recently climbed. Absolutely, absolutely. Now tell us about Umpome. Who is Umpome? Where were you born? Your upbringing? Okay. Um, Umpome, uh hails from Peter Maritzburg, Guazulu Natal. Mm-hmm. I went to school um, in Peter Maritzburg and uh, primary, lower primary, and higher primary. And then um I went to Inanda seminary. Oh yes. Yes, yes. a boarding school a for very girls. Boarding school. <laughs> oh my god, yes. They are mem- <laughs> we we used to, we used to be called and I think yes this, we still call each other or member.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, yes I know. <laughs> I have a few friends who went to Inanda. Yes. yes. And um our motto was Shine Where You Are. And therefore all the members, all the girls that went through Inanda we ensure that wherever we go, we shine in whatever we do. Mm, that's um, amazing. Yeah, I'm the firstborn of um, four children, and um, like I said, we're from Peter Maritzburg. I have one brother. I now have. Um, I had two sisters, but one passed on a few years ago. All right, may have sores in PCS. Yes.
0: Now, let's talk about tertiary. What did you then decide to study? Because as we were chatting off air, you were sharing with us how strict your, your family, your, oh. your parents were in actual fact. Mm-hmm. So did they allow you to venture into your passion or did you follow their dream? What is it that you actually ended up deciding in st- on studying?
1: Okay, um, when I got to tertiary, believe it or not, I studied, um, I decided to do um, drama studies and um, English as my mm-hmm. majors. Yes. I also did Latin. I did philosophy. I did so- sociology as other courses All right. that, um, yeah. But my dad had wanted me to do <laughs> computer science because computer science was the future. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yes. unfortunately for him, my mark wasn't that great. Okay. So he even went as far as having a meeting with the dean of science <laughs> to see if Something couldn't be arranged, <laughs> and um, it didn't work out for him. I was so happy. I was like, <laughs> "Thank God!" I now can I can imagine. I can do what I want to do. Oh, yes. So yeah, so um, I, I majored in drama studies. And um English at right. at varsity, okay. but then after varsity, I did um, a postgraduate diploma in translation between English and Zulu, and I also did corporate communications mm, um, lovely. diploma All yeah. right. and then work-wise your first job that you landed what kind of oh my was god, then? my my first job was at varsity um, it was actually pinned on a tree, the advert was pinned <laughs> on a tree. <laughs> And I decided You happened to walk past. Yes, I happened to walk past and I, I I pulled it off the tree and I was like, I'm gonna apply. No one else is gonna apply for this after
0: this. Especially if it's pinned on the tree. Yeah, right? so
1: I worked on campus as um publications um, editor Lovely. and coordinator basically just for um subsistence farmers mm-hmm, basically mm-hmm. Um, farmers that have just learned how to read uh, you know read and write okay, so mm-hmm. um, I had to translate whatever w- was written by the plant pathologist mm-hmm, into mm-hmm. a simpler language and then translated it into Zulu and then did the, all the printing and the briefing of the artists in terms of the graphics that we needed okay. for the publication.
0: Were you, were you an active member of any sports teams or
1: Oh no, participate God. in anything <laughs> sporty? God, I was terrible when it comes to sports. And um, I, I used to hide behind my asthma <laughs> in high school like I can't do this because... I have asthma. Yeah, asthmatic. Yeah, and um, they tried to give me less hectic sports, and I got to a point where I would hide under my bed <laughs> in the boarding school because I just felt like I don't want to do sports. And, yeah, so I've never been a really active person. Now, fast forward. Yes. Mount Kilimanjaro. Okay.
0: And you not being an active sports person. Uh-huh. The two just don't gel. (laughs) What actually happened? What pushed you? What inspired you as umpume to say, you know what, I've always had this dream as per your choice of song, Africa Mm. by Toto. You wanted, you've always dreamt of climbing uh, Mount Kilimanjaro. What actually pushed you this time to say, I'm going for it, I'm doing it?
1: I think my... um Uh, I don't know what to call it My passion to become active Started when I decided to do You know, the five kilometer walks And um, the first walk I did was Walk the talk a few years ago Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I I started five kilometers Then went to 10, went to 15, went to 20 And then I got bored I thought, oh God, this walking business Is not working for me (laughs) Let me do something more challenging. Did you so, not go for the comrades? No, I'm not a runner at all. Okay. You know, actually, I'm beginning to believe that I can be a runner if I set my mind to it. After having climbed this mountain, Absolutely. I feel like the I, I can This guy the try, limit. Disguise, you know, Indeed. not need. Yeah, so basically, I started hiking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I had short hikes like four kilometers, five kilometers. And then, you know, then ended up doing 20 kilometers. And at some point, um, basically, I joined the Joburg Hiking Club. Okay. But I, I, I felt like I was the only black person there. It felt very lonely, and I was trying to get other black people to join. They're like, oh, black people climb mountains every day. Why would we wake up on, <laughs> on a Saturday join day morning hiking at 6? Yeah. So oh. I'm... I'm I, I, I stopped a bit, but then I read about Deshan Deizel, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who had gone up uh, Mount Everest to put our very first um, democratic flag oh, after yes. we voted in 1996. Oh, yes. And then I discovered that she had climbed other mountains, including Kilimanjaro. And as I worked as a communications um, manager, mm-hmm. I found a creative way of bringing her Into the organization to talk to us Okay So yeah, you got inspired from there I got inspired from there She Mm. came in and she talked about mountains Using the mountains as an analogy For planning and dealing with hurdles In your life and things like that Which covered a lot of things That people were struggling with Mm. Within the organization Mm. But for me, I was just so happy to have this woman here Because I wanted to ask How did she do it? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> All yeah. right. And now in preparing yeah. for your client. Yes. What is required? What is it that you have to have to plan for? I, I know your health yeah. is at the top of the list. Yes. What exactly did you have to do, especially for your health?
1: Okay, before I get into the issues about my health, um, The reason I finally got to climb Kilimanjaro was because all these years I wanted to climb, but I wanted to climb for a purpose. Mm -hmm. And therefore, um, I heard at the beginning of last year about Trek for Mandela, where um, climbers go up Kilimanjaro for two reasons, to raise awareness about the plight of girls that do Mm -hmm. not have sanitary Sanitary pads pads, and therefore they miss five days of school per month because they do not have Mm -hmm. um, the means to get sanitary pads. And then um, the, the second part of the climb was to raise funds for those schools that each climber had identified to buy sanitary pads and now um, we are about to start um, the visits to the schools to hand over the to checks. hand over not the checks but the actual sanitary pads.
0: Okay, so you collected all the money and then who buys? Who does the buying? Okay,
1: the the trek for Mandela is mm-hmm. coordinated by Imbumba Foundation. Mm-hmm. Mbumba Foundation was um, founded by Mr. Richard Mabaso Mm -hmm. in 2012. And um, him and his friend climbed Kilimanjaro Mm -hmm. together to raise awareness. And then um, the following year, you know, a lot more people wanted to join. And, you know, so Mm -hmm. it's been running for about six, seven years. So there are some good men out there. Oh, yes. Uh, Yeah, definitely. This is... um, hundred percent (laughs) male-led project supporting um, women young women and he says it all started because his cousin Mm -hmm. well he overheard his cousin talking to um, his mom um, about not having sanitary pads and they had just started their periods and things like that and Mm -hmm. he thought oh I wonder how many other women are in the same situation go through that you know so that's how it started
0: Wow! Yeah, so we'll be right back just after this break. We'll be right back, and you will actually now take us through how the collection or the purchase of the sanitary pads Mm -hmm. uh, is done, and then you will take us through to how you actually eventually arrived at. Yes, yes. We're just going for a small musical break, and we've got "Feel Good" by Lira.